0: Welcome back to episode three of Asianish. Wayne, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, what's up, buddy? I'm doing okay. Uh, it's Friday today, so I'm extremely excited for the weekend. How about you?
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't mind at all. Like chilling right now on the couch, mm-hmm. having a beer, recording a yeah. podcast. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a good way to uh, to spend a Friday before the weekend kicks off.
1: Yeah, I know. It's not like we can go out anywhere right now. Um, I'm also enjoying a cup of, uh, sorry, a glass of uh, bourbon right now as I'm speaking oh, nice. with you.
0: Yeah. 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 I just got so, a-, TGIF. a little beer. Cheers. Cheers, man. Yeah. I know we're, uh, we recorded episode one, episode two. It's hmm. up on all the platforms. Listeners, if you haven't listened to them, please go and enjoy. But it's been great. We've been starting to get feedback from our friends, our family, uh, other people that have been starting to listen to the podcast. I'm getting DMs and messages, mm-hmm. but I've been trying to solicit a lot of feedback and you know mm-hmm. criticism because, as you know, you you yeah. and I are still learning. We mm-hmm. are going to make mm-hmm. mistakes. And we're hopefully going to continuously to get better as we go along. And we need those criticisms right now, good or bad, so we can learn. I would rather not go through 10, 15 episodes doing the same mistakes and people getting annoyed by it, but not being known, not knowing about it, right?
1: Yeah, we got to learn from our mistakes. So I appreciated all the uh, you know the comments, the feedbacks. I've also gotten some feedback from friends as well. But uh what is what are some of the feedbacks that you heard
0: from your friends?
1: Like what are some of the the ones are uh that you wanna you know share with the, the audience today?
0: Yeah, I think uh, a couple of key ones. One mm-hmm. is <laughs> I've been told that our intro music was too long. Which, okay. Listening back, I do agree. Mm-hmm. So when you when the listeners are listening to episode three, they will notice that the intro music will be shorter we're going to cut that mm-hmm. down a little bit they yes. don't need 30 seconds okay um, a lot of listeners f- were, uh, said they would find it h- helpful mm-hmm. if we give sort of an introduction high level of what we would be what the main points we're going to be speaking on on the podcast mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we go through so that's okay. something we're going to incorporate after we do the introduction mm-hmm. and, and so it gives an idea to the listeners what they're gonna get themselves into, especially yeah. if they're gonna sit in and invest time into a, an hour podcast or hour and a half.
1: Hmm. Okay, that's a really good feedback. Uh, I've been hearing some people uh, commenting on, uh, yeah. So some people actually touch up on the the intro music. I got the same feedback as well uh, from a few friends. Uh, some are saying that you know the intro are the intro that we we've been uh, doing are pretty interesting, but uh they also want to be a little shorter so we go straight to the point to the topic of the podcast so something that's that true, we will true. uh we'll we'll definitely watch out for and yeah. uh yeah so honestly appreciate all the feedbacks so, uh, i feel like that I, i'm a hurt
0: lot. you know like nobody wants to hear about our lives apparently, <laughs> apparently my peaking duck story perked a lot of interest i have people Jeez, i ask thought it was lit but, uh, yeah, but apparently some people okay. liked it, some people don't. So yeah. who knows? Okay. Maybe in the future I'll uh, yeah. I'll put the I'll put the contact info for the duck on the on the internet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, you know what? All trials and errors, all good. Um, but yes. uh, um, yeah, yeah, all good, all good.
0: I I've been also told that I uh-huh. I interrupt you or I or I talk too much. So apparently oh. I sit back and shut up. So um, which,
1: you know what? It's okay. We ha- it's a pretty good balance. Like to be honest, I'm a man of uh very few words i don't usually talk that much anyway but uh you know but i, I thought I that was okay but um you know yeah we'll, we'll definitely uh work on that as well so make sure that we all talk you know the same length um some people are saying that i should speak louder um so my microphone is probably the setting is probably not the best so i'm gonna change that as well so i make sure that everyone can hear my voice uh you know loud and clear so that's something that um you know that I can uh, work on today.
0: Yes, absolutely Ooh. true. It's yeah. funny because you and I had these mics and we let them sit around for the longest time before yeah. you know, about a month ago, we are like, hey, we should, we should do a podcast yeah. together. And then, and then we're like, oh, by the way, we both have mics. It's like, okay, like we just had them and never used them. So um, we're still trying to figure figure out yeah. how to get the best quality, get the best sound yep. and mm-hmm. figure out where is the best place to record. I find yeah. that sometimes sitting in a small room yeah. is not as good as some mm-hmm. kind of open areas and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the mm-hmm. setting, really, really mm-hmm. finicky. So hopefully yep. my sound quality is a little better today. I listened back to episode two. I found mm-hmm. that there were parts where I was getting some feedback on my mm-hmm. end and I was kind of, especially when you and I talk at the same time, I was, yeah. my sound from my part kind of overtakes. Yours was, a little, was like crystal clear, and mine was okay. all over the place.
1: Oh, so I, I see. I, I need to
0: play around with it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll get better. So uh, yeah, again, like really appreciate all the feedbacks. So yeah, um, without further ado, let's uh, get on it to our topic. So what are we talking about today? What is your well, episode three topic?
0: Well, Wayne, I I thought episode three today, as you know, the listeners will see the, the title. Mm-hmm. Is asking a very simple question, which mm-hmm. will have a lot of discussion: is, are you a model minority, or even going beyond, what is a model minority? Mm. We, we're hearing that news a yeah. lot, and I thought, hey, episode three, let's get into it. We've been telling our viewers in the intro mm-hmm. episode that we mm-hmm. want to talk more about the, our Asian background, what it mm-hmm. means to be. You know, Chinese, from Hong Kong, from Taiwan, living in Canada, in a Western c- country, but mm-hmm. being expected to act a certain way. And I think it was really good to talk about that up front. We want to have those discussions and conversations now. Don't mm-hmm. talk about dating and, and other things and fashion and all those things are good. But we want to sh- you know, show our viewers, hey, we we're this is what our pack, podcast is about. Even mm-hmm. when we're going to be talking about uh, other topics that are not Asian identity focus, we're yep. always going to try to link it to what it means to to be Asianish, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We, that that is always going to be our theme, and we're we're going to try very hard to not lose that. Okay. So today, awesome. I think you know we we're going to talk about what we what you and I think, or or uh, what is to be a, a model minority our own kind of experiences expectations from Mm -hmm. friends family loved ones when we go on dates uh, colleagues work like what what are people expecting of us because of this whole concept of model minority whether people realize it or not and then for ourselves to uh-huh. answer are we actually model minorities <laughs> and, uh, and and lastly i to cap it off is to give our listeners some general advice because that's what we always try to do mm-hmm. is to give some advice in regards to subject matter so about yeah. whether you are you are a model minority whether you want to be or not it's just to give some general discussion points and, and some things to consider after listening to our podcast great but i think yeah, we we can kind of start it off, you know. Uh, I I guess you know, Wayne, to to you, what what is a model minority, and why have we been hearing so much on the news about it?
1: Well, for me, I feel like you know, this is definitely a topic that um, you know we've been thinking about. I feel like we 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 talked a little bit about this on our first intro episode. Like you know, remember we're asking each other. What were you like growing up in the Western society? Yeah. You know, uh, when we first moved to to Canada, from yeah. uh, for, for me it's Taiwan, for you is uh, Hong Kong, I believe, right? Hong Kong. Like we talked a little bit about that, and then we're we're kind of asking ourselves, are we a model minority? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So I feel like it. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll
0: give Maybe you the the, yeah. the 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 Webster's dictionary or. Oh, you that or our, the, the yeah, do you have them ready for for the listeners? Yeah, I guess. Oh, but the, but the definition I at least I found from okay. reading articles is mm-hmm. it's about Asian Americans, Canadians, mm-hmm. or you know, Asians living in Australia or UK, mm-hmm. wherever in this Western society, yeah. with a what they call a solid two-parent family structure, mm-hmm. and they're considered shining examples of how to overcome discrimination. Mm-hmm. They supposedly work hard always started from the bottom you know drake voice and focus on education <laughs> and family values to become yeah. successful it
1: uh-huh. is always
0: told as the the example yeah. that all other immigrants should be following mm-hmm. that that is what has been told mm-hmm. as a, a model minority mm-hmm. I, I guess how do you feel about that description or that definition
1: no i i completely agree i feel like that's uh that's a really good definition. I feel like that's a lot easier to understand. Uh, I mean, for me, I feel like, my, okay, for my own definition, a model minority, I feel like it's a it's a minority demographic, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, based on ethnicity, uh, race, or religion, you know, I feel like whose members are, they're perceived to achieve a higher degree of socioeconomic success than the popular average. So that's how I feel. So I feel like, we get grouped into, you know, for example, we we you know, people think us eight we're Asians, you know, we are supposed to be you know be better than other race in in terms of okay we, we should we're supposed to receive higher education. We're, for example, we're, we're supposed to be good at math, right? And we're supposed to be study harder than other people than other races. I mean, that's how I feel like that's a, a definition of a model minority.
0: Yeah, but when you and I, we and yeah. we know this. Is, but this is
1: bullshit. But that's not exactly. But that doesn't apply to all the Asians out there, right? For for me, yeah. like I feel like we talk about it. Like I don't see myself doing like extremely well in school. I'm not the best at math. Like I'm not good at sciences. Oh, wait, only a few sciences. I'm not like, good at all of them. I suck at <laughs> uh, physics. I suck at chem. No, I was good at chemistry. You know no, what I'm talking about. I was good at chemistry, but I suck at physics. My math was average, right? Like I, I got to the school, but I didn't. I didn't choose. Uh, uh, what? Uh, what's the most common uh, sort of major that people would choose? Uh, uh, I guess uh, business engineering. Engineering, right? Yeah. Like yeah, I, I didn't understand. get to. Uh, I got a freaking arts degree, so like I'm not a model minority for sure.
0: Yeah. But that. But that is the thing: is we are all grouped into this uh-huh. monolithic group where uh-huh. we're all expected to be the same. Uh-huh. Follow stereotype that is to me is already an issue yeah right because all all there's we keep talking about asians but as you and i we just said we come from different backgrounds there Mm -hmm. are people who come from other backgrounds from different parts of asia japan korea you know indonesia singapore and and many other countries i i I, i'm not even naming right now Mm -hmm. we can't all just be lumped into one asian group and certainly Mm -hmm. not Expected all to act the same. Yeah, but that to me is is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so off the yep. bat, this whole model minority thing is is a is a flawed concept. Yeah. But I I guess like why why have there been all these discussions? Because I know that terminology wasn't mm-hmm. really brought up a lot before, and now it's like right up front. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot in the news, and I and I think it's a lot of times right now it's mm-hmm. it's being talked about in in the social justice. And the protests uh, involving the Black Lives Matters movements and so on. And we've been kind of unwontedly put in as a pedestal, as shining examples of mm-hmm. what to be as a model minority. It's kind of like hinted that, hey, mm-hmm. other people are not doing as good. It puts you know, all the other people of color and other mm-hmm. races in yeah. a poor light to say, hey, why can't you all mm-hmm. be like them? Meanwhile, yeah. we're all here saying, wait a minute, why are you pushing us to the forefront, t- uh, telling people we are something that we probably may not even want to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, that's that's where I see the discussion now, why it's, why it's up in the forefront, why mm-hmm. people are concerned with that term, why people don't like that term. Yeah. I think you and I and many others have experienced it growing up without, Putting that into a definition, and mm-hmm. so I find it really interesting to yeah. see that now is like literally these two words explain <laughs> a lot of what we experience growing yeah. up.
1: I know it's so funny that we never thought about this growing up until like recently that we start thinking about this topic hard. Um, but what do you think this? Uh, you know, what do you think the stereotypes exist? Uh, you know, right now, like, do you think it's from uh the movies that we watch, the TV show that we watch it kinda sh- it teaches people like, you know, a certain mm-hmm. race behave a certain way. Is is that how you how you see it? Like I-, I believe like I don't know. Did you watch uh Fresh Off the Boat? Did you watch the series? Yeah,
0: I, I yeah, I like you know, I like yeah. Eddie Huang. I have I have his book and i yeah. I watched some of the episodes mm-hmm. and you know it's funny you mentioned that show because the yeah. original creator, Eddie uh-huh. Huang, which is the most off his life, he actually walked away from that show. Because he didn't oh. like how they were playing off all the stereotypes.
1: Oh, that's that's new. I didn't know about that. I, I did watch yeah. a few episodes, but I didn't know he walked off. So okay, he he Interesting.
0: He, he left after season one because yeah. he was like, "This is not me. This is not this is not what I'm trying to portray." Uh, ah, all the stereotypes. Yeah. Have, certain stereotypes are there. Yeah, yeah. They're there for a reason because of mm-hmm. certain issues. Yeah. And I also want to state up front: is we're not mm-hmm. doing this podcast to shame people mm-hmm. if they grew up being board minorities. I think mm-hmm. I followed certain values, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, what model minorities may may follow, mm-hmm. because I was told those were the right ways and mm-hmm. to be a productive member of society. This mm-hmm. is how mm-hmm. people were taught and influenced. It's not yeah. a bad life if you mm-hmm. want to become what they, they're yes. expected to be like a pillar yeah. of society or leaders mm-hmm. of industry. Mm-hmm. But we're just, what we're trying to talk about is, it's not healthy for all the different cultures like thai J- japanese chinese korean even ch- in china there's so many different regions and then you're now mm-hmm. trying to lump them into one single monolithic stereotype mm-hmm. and the moment that we want to do something different if we're not following that model is we get shamed for it or we're told we're not good enough
1: mm-hmm. this
0: you know, like it cripples creativity it, cre- uh, it cripples flexibility and it doesn't allow the growth of the culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So that's what I think, like, I, okay. you know, you and I agree. Mm-hmm. is When we're doing this episode, we're not here to shame modern no, minorities. Yeah. It's no, just of course we not. want to yeah. raise, it's like, not everybody is like that. There mm-hmm. are people who follow it. And mm-hmm. there are some who don't.
1: Of course. you need
0: to yes. have that realization. There's, it's not mm-hmm. about right or wrong. It's mm-hmm. there are people who want to do different things. Yeah. And their life will still be good by by mm-hmm. not following that model.
1: Yeah. No, completely agree. I mean, it's you do you, right? That's as long as you're happy, <laughs> you don't have to follow a certain, um, you know, um, I guess rules of the society. As long as you do you, you're happy with your life, happy with what you do. I think that's that's the most important, but we'll get to that in a moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I guess, Wayne, you know, we want to talk a bit about yeah. our own, Struggles with model minority. Mm-hmm. You know, we just spent a couple of minutes complaining and, and, mm-hmm. and saying how we <laughs> bullshit. Obviously, yeah. we don't necessarily agree with the model and we say that very clear.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: what have been your own struggles with a model minority?
1: Oh man, man, I, that I takes to, me way back.
0: Let's, let's break it down. Let's break it down. Yeah. Let's start talk, talking about from the family side. Yeah. What were the expectations like that you had growing up? At least mm-hmm. from family or the the view of how the model minority family was and how that was implanted onto you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, starting from the fa- from my family, um, it just goes down to the basics, which is you know uh, you know you, you gotta do good, you gotta do well in school. That's the thing. Like I don't care how you how you achieve your grades. I don't care if you only study an hour a day, but as long as you get the the you know straight A's, that's that's how that was my expectation. You know, back at home and from Taiwan, even when I moved to, to Canada, uh, my parents still, you know, um, they still want me to achieve a certain, uh, you know, level of grade, so, so they want us, they expect straight A's from me, so whenever, you know, since grade one, <laughs> since grade one in Taiwan, right? um so that's the family expectation you gotta do well in school so you don't shame the family because that's the stuff that they're, and they're with their friends
0: school right they always yeah. want you to, go to a certain school they're like ivy league yeah. or nothing
1: right yes oh my gosh so and then okay then, and that's not the only thing so not only do you have to do well in school you always have to do well in other areas such as uh you gotta be good at music so i uh they Um, I remember my mom um, registered me to a piano lesson uh, when I was in grade one. Again, in grade one, I I did everything in grade one. So I only basically, I only had kindergarten where that was the only moment when I was able to chill. And starting from grade one, it was hell. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go to school. After school, I I got to go to classes. I got a theory that every,
0: every, Mm -hmm. and this is one stereotype Mm -hmm. where I think it's monolithic where it may be true. Yeah. Is I think at one point every Asian, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it was every Asian, maybe all, all okay. Chinese people I've talked to and met, all at one point had mm-hmm. to learn to play piano. Doesn't really? Doesn't matter if you got good at oh. it, but at one point had to learn okay. to play the piano.
1: Okay. I okay. had to
0: learn. Everybody had. Oh, to you learn. too?
1: You too? Oh, I I don't know. I don't know. If that's a, a like an Asian family thing, but well, my dad really liked music, right? So yeah. so that's that's like his sort of idea um like he wants me like he loved music a lot but he never had a chance to learn opportunity to learn music that's why yeah. he expected me to learn everything basically i need to do everything that he used to like as a kid so yeah learning piano um uh, the flute uh saxophone guitar or whatever whatever you name is so i have to be good at all that um yeah so those are probably the only expectation i have from my family but they don't honestly they don't care how you know, if I were happy or not. They didn't care, um, you know, if I uh you know how how I feel, like how was my day. Yeah. They never asked me that, but they only see want to see my grades. So that was yeah. the expectation from the family. Um, I'm not sure if I I know for sure not all the Asian families are like this. Just I just want the, all the listeners out there to know. Some some friends that I know that are also Asian, but you know, they were raised differently. But it's just yeah. this is just happens to be my uh, yeah. you know my uh, my family's expectations. So that's that. Um, yeah, uh, so what else do you wanna know other than my family
0: yeah. expectations? I think, I think you brought <laughs> some really good ones, but yeah. I, I, you raised a really interesting point and I think mm-hmm. what I wanna highlight yeah. is the part where you said yeah. like, your your family or your, your uh-huh. dad is wanting you to do the things that they enjoyed in the childhood or they were not able to do. Yeah. I, I yeah. find that that's very common. In, really? in the model okay. minority, because mm-hmm. they grew up, you know, mm-hmm. let's say in a, in a country or a certain region that maybe not as limited opportunities, or they didn't grow up with as much money. Mm-hmm. So they come mm-hmm. here, yeah. know, whether it's Canada, whether it's US or which mm-hmm. other country they immigrate,
1: mm-hmm. they
0: they work hard, starting mm-hmm. from the bottom or wherever, mm-hmm. and they they move up, they they save money, they start, they want to provide to their children. The, the fruits of their labor, the rewards, mm-hmm, and true, yeah. because of that, they're like, okay, these are the things that I have wanted to do, or I wish I was able to do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I want to make sure my child does it. Yeah. The issue sometimes is it it's never the discussion
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the the child whether they want to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Is the parents, well, I really yeah. wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I saw that other people wanted to do it yeah so there is not it's not a question whether mm-hmm. my kid wants to do it or not they should yeah and i yeah. think that's where the expectations
1: okay are. yeah It kind of it kind of makes sense because uh and in the way i see it it's actually uh my my dad's way of showing love you know like also yeah. when you when you talk about like growing up they didn't have a lot of money which is true my my you know, my dad growing up, like he, he couldn't do all the things. He he actually went to military school when he was really young uh, in Taiwan. So he never really uh, sort of had a childhood. Let's just put it this way. Uh, and yeah, so he never got to learn all like piano or whatever. And he really loved that. Um, so I feel like also, like, I guess also goes back to my grandparents, how they raised my dad. Like it was also lots, lots of tough love, right? There was ever uh, a moment where they show a lot of you know, sympathy um, or, or compassion is always like expectations, you know, oh, they expected my dad to, to do this and do that. So I feel like he does the same for, for me, like, you know, uh, but I the way I see it again, this is his way of showing love. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, I guess it goes back to the, the, the topic. So family expectations. So, you know, like I shared, uh, this is the expectation that I had. Well, that was only for school. Uh, of course, later that later after high school, they want me to, uh, you know, go get to a good um, university. That's like this. I don't know if that's the same expectation from all the Asian families, or most of the Asian families. Yeah. But I have to go do. to the, I have to go to a good university. I mean, it's also a way to. They don't want to lose face in front of their friends and family, right? So I, uh, they they like to show off, you know, our achievements a lot. Um, and then and then get married before thirty. That's another thing. Okay, you gotta find yeah. a good girl. After you graduate from university, you go you do you know, you find a good job, a good full time job, find a girl, settle down, get married, and uh have three to four children or something like that. That was
0: my yeah. i it, it's I, I oh, always find name. this hilarious where it's always yeah. like, Hey, don't go to school. <laughs> don't focus on anything yeah. but school. school. Don't think about dating. Yeah. The moment you're done, it's like you get a job and they're yeah. like why aren't you married yet? Where's your girlfriend? Where's your oh, boyfriend? When are yeah, you gonna bring yeah, yeah. someone home? Why aren't you married yet? It's like, yeah. what? Now, my whole life, you just want me to focus I think, on school. Is, yeah. there, is there a test I can write to to get a, to get a, to, get a to get a wife? Like, yeah. Do I, right? do I have to score a hundred percent on some test? Think
1: about it, right? You're right. Think about it.
0: If I if I spend all my time studying,
1: how do I know how to get chicks, right? How do I know what do I do on my first date? What do I wear? Like, what do yeah. I say, right? All those things. Like, what do I do? So. Yeah. Like it's well, so, I feel absent, a lot of expectations so I mean, are very yeah. unrealistic, but again times are very different. This is what they used to do back in the maybe I don't know the 50s, 60s and 70s, right? But yeah. times are different now. Like like we can do this. It doesn't apply to our um you know yeah. uh right I, now. I can't
0: go on I can't go on Tinder and say I got a 4.0 GPA and expect everyone <laughs> to match with me because of that. That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, uh, no, you yeah. shared a lot of the, the mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. family yeah. expectations. A lot of them actually I have in common too, right? Mm-hmm. About needing to be yeah. studious and and mm-hmm. study, yeah, and and so always being at yeah. home and, and doing homework, making sure you get the highest marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the studying part, it, that part drove me crazy because yeah. mm-hmm. it was to the point where I felt like I knew it, but because if I don't study, then it's like, oh, you're being lazy. Well, what's the mm-hmm. point of studying? 2 hours more when you're the absorb all you could it doesn't help All mm-hmm. it doesn't create more stress yeah yeah um, but i okay. find the one that i get is as being the model minority you have mm-hmm. to have good family values so mm-hmm. you're supposed to respect your elders you don't speak mm-hmm. out even if someone's mm-hmm. wrong you don't you don't speak out because it's rude and mm-hmm. i find that one affects me the most i get most frustrated about uh, even when I see like some yeah. uncle or auntie being wrong, uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And I
0: call them out on it. And yeah. I, if I get blamed for it, I have to just mm-hmm. take it. Th- those oh, are man. the kind of things because of expectations, right? You're you're mm-hmm. this model minority. You're expected to be shy, be quiet, not speak yeah. out, mm-hmm. wait your turn. Th- those are those are yeah. the issues that I find my struggle with. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, okay. Yeah. What but else? You, you what mentioned, other... you mentioned, yeah. You
0: mentioned marriage. Yeah, and I guess I guess what is the expectation when you're going out there, when you meet, you know, let's say you actually <laughs> done school and you're now you're told, hey, go find a girlfriend. When you yeah. when you've gone out dating,
1: uh-huh.
0: what have been the expectations that people when they meet you and they like, say, oh, this guy's from Taiwan or this guy's Chinese, what what are because of the model. Minority uh-huh. yeah. expectations uh-huh. and stereotypes. Uh-huh. What do people expect when they meet you, or how does how does that affect your dating life?
1: Huh. It's actually kind of tough to say. I guess for my case is a little different. Like, uh, I actually, you know, after I graduate. Okay, by the way, I, I I because my you know my family expectation, I didn't date any girls in high school. I was so busy, <laughs> you know, um, you know, uh, doing all my homework. Thanks, mom. Um, so I did that. So um I, I feel like after that, um I did I did date a few girls in university. Um, you know, it's not a lot easier to find other girls who are who has a similar background as you because I feel like because they, they they see you also okay. My the first girlfriend that I that I used to date in New university, she was also from Taiwan. And I feel because we're all from Taiwan, so she expects you know, oh, we have similar backgrounds. So and then for Taiwanese we're supposed to be um successful, um, you know uh have a good uh education and then after that we're gonna have a good job family uh backgrounds are probably pretty good you know i mean if you're from taiwan immigrated to, to canada your family backgrounds are pretty much well pretty well off so that's sort of the expectation so i, I honestly though, those are probably the only thing we had in common other than that like, we had different interests whatever right so yeah that didn't work out. i feel like after that after uh, dating a few taiwanese or chinese um, I started dating girls who were like non-Asian. I, I did some date some non-Asian girls. I felt like that's. I feel a lot. Uh, how do I say this? I feel more relief. At least there's no uh, expectations. Uh, so they don't expect me to have a, like a model minor. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, model minority issue. So I I don't have that issue at all. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great because sometimes when you're expected Mm -hmm. when they see you they're like oh this person Chinese and then their family can appear they Mm -hmm. must their family must be like a b c d e and then when they meet you they have almost like a checklist to see do you match all those criteria and Mm -hmm. you're and you're left wondering why am I being judged against that that list Mm -hmm. in in the first place that list doesn't even apply to me at all or a lot of other agents Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I find that really Really, an interesting and a good point. But I, yeah. I, I find that a lot of people find because Asians are expected to be quiet, awkward, mm-hmm. uh, not sociable, not fun, as as Hollywood portrays us to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. You know the, the stereotype Asian nerd. He, mm-hmm. He's the he's the token character in a, yeah. in, a, in a movie where there's a group. It's always the the Asian guy who's on a computer, and as a result when you're out there trying to find partners or date, the guys are viewed like that. They're like, oh, he's he's probably like really nerdy or he's really lame. He's, yeah. He just like stays home and study. He's not, he's yeah, not yeah, good. And, yeah. and so I find that people either have to work really hard to get away from that. Mm-hmm. And I, I find also another thing is when people meet you, especially non-Asians, they automatically say, "Oh." We, we won't be compatible because you have that Asian background. Um,
1: oh, okay. Because, okay. yeah, because
0: they're like, oh yeah, you guys are, you're, you're Asian, you, you immigrate here. Uh, we won't get along because I grew up in, in Canada or wherever. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. you guys did not, and you have all these other cultures. The funny yeah. thing is I probably may have grew up here as, as long as she has. Right. I've been mm-hmm. in Canada since I was six years old. I've been spending mm-hmm. more of my life over here than other places. I yeah. probably lived in Vancouver longer than some other people who moved to Vancouver from other parts of Canada or the mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I yeah. find
0: that it's a, it's a bit of an irony
1: because oh, they, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: we're not compatible because mm-hmm. I look at you and I see that you look like the model minority or I expect you to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that's like... why I find like the dating and expectations yeah. of friends can be mm-hmm can be different too. People yeah. would say, oh, I, I don't know if I could be friends with that person because they're awkward or quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I, actually, I... I've actually also had friends. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a friend say to me and she was Chinese background when we were at the university. Mm-hmm. She actually said to me, I, I don't get how you can always hang around with like other white kids. I was like, what do you mean? Like they're, these are my friends. We, we mm-hmm. go to school and go drinking together. Yeah. And then she actually said to me, Oh, I don't know how to make friends with white people, and, <laughs> I, and I look at her like I was flabbergasted. Okay. I was like, okay. "You speak per, almost perfect English. You've yeah. been living in Canada almost as long as I have,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you're talking, asking me like something that I, I'm interacting with aliens or something, right?" And, mm. and to me, that I was actually kind of offended for her saying that. Mm-hmm. It made her sound ignorant and kind mm-hmm. of dumb.
1: Like, mm-hmm oh man it's not
0: just a, a dating thing but yeah even you have know, for system, friends right friends right
1: yeah making friends yeah
0: yeah yeah with friends people expect just yeah. common interests and being able to hang out and yeah if you like basketball they like basketball great they like yeah. drinking drinking great
1: yeah i have to say though like making friends it definitely was an issue uh even growing up um especially in high school i felt like when when we we're younger like i feel like we we're able to play with uh each other, doesn't matter what race you are, uh, we're we able to get along. I feel like as long as soon as we grow older, probably towards like grade 11 to 12, I, still, I start to see uh, lots of divide right? where, uh, you know, I want to use that cafeteria example where, you know, remember lunchtime, you go to a cafeteria, you see all the jockeys where they sit together in one table, the Asian kids in one table, you know, and yeah. so on and so forth. It started to be like that. So I definitely, I can sort of understand, you know, your friend's point of view. Um, I guess for them, it's like, we always, oh, we already have that sort of, we already have a concept where, you know, oh, it's easier, it's better, or it's better to just make friends that we share similar backgrounds with. I guess for them, it's a lot easier. Um, but, but like you said, it's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily like that. It's, I feel like I want to be more open minded. Um, you know break down that, that stereotype. I feel like that's, that's something that we want to do. And
0: yeah. yeah. Absolutely, we're, mm-hmm. we're bringing the discussions to the forefront. Uh-huh. And, and that's another thing is people expect all the Asians to hang out together. But we, we, said, we said right at the start of the podcast, mm-hmm. Asians are not monolithic. We're not the wing group. No. Just because mm-hmm. you lump all the Asians together, doesn't mean yeah. that they all get along yeah we all have sure. different backgrounds and different mm-hmm. trends, yeah right? definitely. there are some chinese people who who let's say moved here since they're five years old and then there are some who moved here when they're 10 or 15 or later in life mm-hmm. and their backgrounds are vastly different you can't mm-hmm. just say yeah. hey you guys all look the same go sit at the same table and we expect yeah. you to act the same mm-hmm. it doesn't work yeah. like that yeah no well, for sure yeah and then yeah. i guess you know, the, the final uh, so it's a struggle uh, expectation is one that I, I think people sometimes don't talk about as much a lot. You know, mm-hmm. we, we focus on the family and the socializing mm-hmm. part, but mm-hmm. the expectations sometimes at work or that comes from either your coworkers your colleagues, mm-hmm. or or even your bosses, because mm-hmm. I find that is is really uh, of an influence and impact on your own career advancement and what you're able to do at work.
1: Mhm. Okay.
0: Have you what about yeah. like have you found that in your work experience cuz and I yeah. know cuz you you deal with people a lot in your job. Mm-hmm. Do you find that the model minority expectations have impacted or have played a part in in some of the work that you do and in, in the interactions of your work?
1: Yes, um of course. Uh, I you know remember you mentioned that um Growing up, your family expect you to uh, be more quiet and ex- maybe uh, more like uh, respect your elders or respect authority. I felt like we were trained in that way growing up. So I find that, you know, I remember when I first I got a, my first full time job um, while I was still in university, it was tough because people see okay, you're you're an Asian kid, so you you must be very uh, loyal, and we can just tell you to do whatever and you'll do it. And and then also from from you know I guess for us especially for myself I find it hard to to get my point across where I, I if I have some opinions I will always sort of wait for the right time or I'll wait till uh you know uh like I, I don't want to speak out when when during, uh, during team meetings I feel like as Asians I sh- we should be more reserved that's how we were taught those are some of the challenges that I had uh, when I when I first you know when I got my first shop. Of course, uh, gradually I start to learn, hey, that's, you know, you can't be like that because if, you, if you're going continue to be quiet, you forget about career advancement because no one's gonna notice you, no one's gonna listen to you. So you're just gonna be a nobody. And that's how I learned, okay, so we need to, I need to break that stereotype. Um, yeah, absolutely. But those are the challenges that I, I, I had uh, when I got my, again, my first job. It took me a while to, to, to learn how do, you, how do you speak out how to express my opinions how to give suggestions properly how to how to conduct a team meeting like I never knew how to do that like that's something that we never were never taught in school right so yeah. gradually I feel like that's uh, you, you learn better throughout time you learn you learn how to be better uh, yeah and then also important again to have a mentor mentor so good thing I had that as well so that really helped me out but I felt like again those are some of the challenges that I had um, I'm not sure about you, if you have any challenges, uh, you know, when you had your yeah, first job. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. I I find that, like I, I've said before, I have an engineering background. So mm-hmm. the expectation is of Asians, oh, you're good at math. So what you do design, what you put you in front of computer. That's all oh. That's all. Oh, you're no. good at. <laughs> don't, we don't want you. We don't want you to like lead a meeting. We don't want mm-hmm. you to manage people because you're mm-hmm. not good at socializing. You're yeah. awkward. Um, oh, just, yeah. just just a desk job is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Asians, the stereotype Asians are bad at drive bad drivers. So my job, mm-hmm. I have to go out to sites. You have to go see the work that's being done. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to go drive on like remote areas where you're on the logging road and. There's no self-service, you're just in a truck. Right? Mm-hmm. I've driven on some some sketchy roads, uh, you know, with ice and, and potholes and, and and so on and other things, and you gotta learn to navigate. But people view oh Asians are bad drivers, so we don't want we don't trust them with those roles. We gotta pay extra careful and attention on them. And so there are I, I've seen those expectations. Like you said, it, it takes more work to push past those stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to fight for those opportunities that yeah. others may just take for granted or mm-hmm. do not have the same expectation as them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we have to speak out and demonstrate more, maybe more than once, mm-hmm. that we can do those things mm-hmm. to work past the stereotypes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and for this sure. whole of the model minority. But I think the one you mentioned really important is. I've had that before where I I, because of how I grew up and I was told to to just you know sit back and just be happy that you have the job. Mm -hmm. So at a meeting when something's clearly wrong, I I sometimes sit back. But now I'm at a point where like, no, I can't sit back. I have to speak up, I have to Mm -hmm. share my thoughts and opinions. Yeah, that's how real life works, real Mm -hmm. jobs work. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, you know that while we're talking about this uh, i was just thinking about um the movie uh have you watched harrow and kumar yes castle yes. all of them i feel like
0: castle, all of them <laughs> one.
1: yeah yeah sorry I, I, that there's uh the beginning of the movie it it just kind of plays in my head where i remember the beginning of the movie that Harold was in an office and then there was a bunch of white dudes they started to handing all the word to him because he's asian he must be hardworking you know, he must be, uh, uh, you know, obedient. Remember, they, they they gave him all the work and he went, they went party. Yeah. And that scene started to play in my head while we we're talking about this topic. It's like, oh, damn it. Even the movies are portraying the Asians like that. So, but that's what I, mean, I mean, that's and how, that, and then also from, yeah. Yeah.
0: Practical.
1: Yeah. And that's also how, yeah, that's how, also how the white people see, I guess, see Asians. They, you know, they see, oh yeah, they're face. doesn't matter, like, like Harold speaks fluent English. He must probably be born in the states, but whatever you have a you have the Asian face, so you must be, uh, you know we can just tell you, you know, let, let you do whatever you whatever we wanted you to do. So,
0: absolutely, yeah. But hey, do remind that movie he does move away from all the stereotypes. Right, Smokes weed, do drugs, and yeah, and just try to uh, show that he's very different. Yeah. So that, that is a good movie for you to bring yeah. up. I actually want to go back and rewatch some of those. Yeah. Those are good movies.
1: No, the reason I brought it up because I just watched it last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So I, I guess we talked about yeah. the kind of our own struggles mm-hmm. uh, with the model minority expectations and how it affects our life growing up with family with dating, friendship, and, and ultimately work. But at the end of the day, are you and I model minorities? Do we consider ourselves no. model minorities in terms of family, careers, relationships, lifestyle? Would you <laughs> call yourself a model minority, Wayne?
1: Definitely a big no. I No, not at all. Uh, far from it. Um, sometimes I do feel bad. Like, I feel like I, uh, uh, you know, I bring shame to my family. <laughs> for not doing any everything that they want me to do, like get married before 30, find a, a steady job, um, become a, a, a uh, vice president of a company, which I'm not I doing. I don't anymore.
0: know if Wayne's mom listening to this podcast, but uh, no. you know, so, sorry, mom. Sorry, sorry <laughs> Wayne's mom. Uh, that no, way.
1: me and my mom were good. Now my mom kind of understands that you know what I'm I'm going through a different path and I don't want to I don't want to do all the things that they want me to do because at the end of the day I'm living my life. They're not living my life. Like I I made sure that she knows that. So my mom's okay now. It's my dad. My dad's still kind of disappointed. I guess <laughs> whatever. He's not here right now. <laughs> he's in Taiwan. He's all the way in Taiwan. So too bad. Yeah. What about you? Are you um? Would you consider yourself a a minor, uh, model minority?
0: It's, I guess it's funny, depends on who you talk to and who knows Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I guess if you look at it from a very big picture, uh, see me walking down the street, you may think, oh, yeah, that guy's model minority, he he looked a certain way. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is an engineer, which is Mm -hmm. one of the classic uh, expectations of an Asian Mm -hmm. uh, model minority uh, professional career. Uh, I'm I'm married, but I don't I don't have kids. You know I, I don't have kids before 25, so maybe I'm not the, I'm not a model minority in that aspect. But I would say <laughs> there are certain things like I, I grew up with certain family values that I still mm-hmm. um, follow. But there was one where I, and I I highlighted when I talked about expectations from family is always mm-hmm. respect your elders and you can't speak mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. That was one I definitely pushed. Uh, against and I rejected where I think I was about eighteen and I literally on my eighteenth birthday I think I told my dad that I'm eighteen now. I've kind of played this role, this charade up to this point where hey yeah just just because someone who is older than me in the family said something even though it's incredibly stupid, mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen. But now I'm like fuck that. If it's bullshit I'm gonna call someone out on their shit. And oh. when I first told him that, he was kind of shocked. And he was like, oh, that's yeah. not that's not acceptable. You can't do that. I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to just sit here for mm-hmm. another 18 or 28 or 38 years of my life, having some uncle or auntie say something really dumb or insulting to me and just smile and grin through it. I told him, yeah. if they say something dumb, I'm going to call them out or I'm going to mm-hmm. talk back. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's uh, an uncle or auntie or a cousin or whoever. Mm-hmm. I, I would still respect them, because yeah. they are pe- if they're worthy of my respect, I will give them my respect, just like mm-hmm. anybody in life. Mm-hmm. If they need to earn that respect, just like mm-hmm. I have to prove and show that I am worthy of someone else's respect, mm-hmm. they need to work for my respect, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That was my approach, my philosophy, mm-hmm. and it helped. It's, it started changing some of the dynamics and relationships. Where I didn't just sit there and get yelled at for uh-huh. no reason.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, and then you know, like I mentioned, career-wise, I I'm an engineer, which is very t- stereotypical, but I try to do something a little different, where earth science and landslides. Uh, but I actually moved away from the technical practice to do something more relying on the soft skills and social by by. Being a project manager, which mm-hmm. is maybe not all the Asians do or expected of Asians,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: because it requires a lot of reading people, interpreting mm-hmm. People's mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. and action, and and uh, and teamwork and collaboration and being the person to coordinate and mm-hmm. run meetings and talk to clients, mm-hmm. and have those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. So I, I, I would yeah. like to think that even though I started. Following that model minority path, I try mm-hmm. to do something that is actually what I am more suited for, or I would like to do. Mm-hmm. It yeah. made me a lot happier. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of lifestyle, no, definitely, definitely not model minority. Um, I, I I think you and I have done our fair share of partying. Uh, we don't need to go into some of those details uh, about our youth. Certainly not at this this point. I think we can have a whole <laughs> podcast talk about that. And you and I we really have gone drinking before. Um, you are know you how, talking about? To... I know how much yeah. you drink. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So our, our lifestyles are <laughs> are not what people expect of the standard Asian. You know. Really. Way.
1: Interesting. That's interesting. I thought I thought you know, being Asian, we're known to be. You know, uh, heavy drinkers. I mean, not, not not like heavy drinker, but we drink a lot. Like we can actually drink a lot. Then we.
0: But but, but here's the funny part though. <laughs> people would say, yeah, yeah. If they understand Asian culture. Will expect you to know how to drink.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: Because of the whole Asian glow phenomenon, where oh, yeah, you know, exactly. only twenty percent of Asians have the enzymes to to break yeah, down alcohol. Oh, they're like, oh, Asians can't handle their alcohol. So oh, you expected okay, okay. that Asians yeah. don't have mm-hmm. don't know how to party or don't know how to have fun. Mm-hmm,
1: I, mm-hmm. I don't
0: know, I, I wouldn't call myself the cool kid, but mm-hmm. I definitely try not to just sit at home mm-hmm. and do nothing. Yeah. But I, I I would say that that whole the lifestyle has changed, right? Because mm-hmm. what cool back then is not necessarily cool now, or mm-hmm. what was considered not cool back then is cool now, right? Mm-hmm. So we have we have kids who will go party, mm-hmm. but then they will also be perfectly fine spending the night at home streaming video games. That's totally yeah. fine. The 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 important thing to know is what is considered for you the model also changes with time.
1: Mm, true, very true. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I think you and I fit in some categories of the model. Oh, for sure. Yep. But we also try to demonstrate in our own way. That mm-hmm. were not just some monolithic walking billboard stereotype. Mm-hmm. Whether yep. we actively reject it or it was just part of our lifestyle, would you agree?
1: Yeah. Well, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I have the same same feeling too. Uh, like you know, like we talk about so many topics. You know, I feel like yeah, I'm the same. Growing up, we we follow certain sort of uh, rules. Um, you know, being how you know there was like a textbook of how to be a proper asian kid so i feel like we followed that when we uh, you know growing up and, and honestly now i just like forget I about must everything i
0: some chapters on that book i don't think I've i did uh happy.
1: because i started to become very unhappy uh, because there's so many exhortations. but not no one asked me hey how's your day you know how um, how are you feeling like someone when i when i show a, a little bit of emotion they're like oh, what is what is that right like don't don't right. show emotions I was like you know what screw you guys, I'm just going to be happy because growing happy, you guys never really care about that anyway, so now I'm just like, you know what, forget this uh, model minority, Uh, you know, I'm just going to like do whatever I want, Um, as long as I'm happy, as long as I have, you know, I have a steady job, I still have still able to support myself um, and my family a little bit, I think that's that's all I need, I'm not asking for anything else.
0: No, that's yeah, that's great. And that's good. You know, so we talked about mm-hmm. ourselves quite a bit, which is, you know, ultimately some of a bit of this podcast, but yeah, we always want to give our viewers some more insight and mm-hmm. not just about ourselves, but into how they should think or how mm-hmm. helping them to think, yeah. what are some advice we can give to, let's say, whether whether it's a listener who is younger, in still in school, living uh-huh. with their family, and so they're under the house rules and expectations of family, to uh, someone who may be older, who who is now working, but uh-huh. then being told, oh, you got to get married, you got to do this, you got to uh, find a partner who is like this. What, what do you uh-huh. what what kind of advice should we give to our listeners? on how to handle the expectations of being a model minority
1: that's a very good uh very good point um i'm just trying to think this is yeah i'm just trying to think of a few things that i can say to the listeners right now i think earlier when i touched on the the topic of you know you gotta you you gotta like know what makes you happy that's one thing like you have to you know of course there's certain expectations of you you know, uh, you know, growing out of family, especially to do something, you know, this way. I feel like not all, like, first, okay, just, I guess for an Asian-ish podcast, I assume most of the listeners are Asian or have Asian background, you know, uh, where we, we, we have this thing is that you know, we have to be, we have to do good in school. We have to perform certain, you know, at a certain level so we don't disappoint our, our, our parents. I feel like most of the families are like that. But I, I just wanted the listeners to know that, We all have different talents. Doesn't matter you're from China, Korea, Japan, Thailand, Singapore, or any any countries. But we all have different talents. Some people could be very artsy, right? Some people could be okay. I'm, you know, like like me for an example. Like some people could be artsy. Some people can, you know, they're not good. They're not. They don't do well uh, uh, academically, but they could be a great uh, artist. So I feel like you just need to find your passion. You need to find your your talent and just develop that and um that will be some of the advice to be i guess be true to yourself know what you're good at don't need to fall into that uh stereotype where you have to you have to you know go to go to a great university uh and, and then take on a major that you're not even good at So that's probably one thing that i will, will tell the listeners um know know your talents and just develop that
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. Um, And I think that's a great first point to start with, because I find the difference of Western and Eastern society or Mm -hmm. culture. If you have to choose one defining line, Mm -hmm. is that Asian culture or people growing up in the East, it's always about a collective we. Everything Mm -hmm. is about the we, Mm -hmm. it's not about Mm -hmm. individuality. Mm -hmm. Yep. individuality takes a back seat. It's about mm-hmm. how do we as a people or society or country grow and get better? You will mm-hmm. have to make sacrifices mm-hmm. for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Western culture, we grew up to be, hey, individual. You got to make sure you are good before you can take care of others or mm-hmm. figure out how to contribute to society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of times the conflict. You come to North America, you go to or or, or Europe or Australia, and you see and experience a life of where you're asked, "Are you okay?" or "Are you you come first, mm-hmm. But then your family and every all the expectations that the model and and the weight the burden is on you is that is like we family first everything the face all those come first the culture mm-hmm. is first not you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to realize there must be a balance. Mm-hmm. Your own well-being and your own interest and 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 uh, passion
1: mm-hmm.
0: drives all those other things. Yeah. We don't want people to lose their individuality. We don't want you to become this monolith, because if we are all the same. That no one is going to do something that is going to be groundbreaking. We're not going to do something that's creative. We Mm -hmm. can't have the whole world to become doctors. We can't Mm -hmm. have the whole world to become engineers or lawyers, Mm -hmm. right? It's even if you use it from a logical point of view, yeah, the society would not work like that, right?
1: Not everyone
0: is going to get PhDs and or Mm -hmm. masters Mm -hmm. or so on. True. Yeah. It's 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 important to note that. Mm You need to be able to um, not have the courage to do what you like. I, it sounds cliche, but it's true. If you want mm-hmm. to break away from the model, you have to be willing to say these are the things I want to do, and mm-hmm. express. Them, right. Yep. Yep. And I, I guess my next advice, you know, piggybacking off yours, is communication.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, being able to speak out whether it's your friends your love uh, to a to a potential partner friends or colleague is being able to express it. of course you're not going to say hey don't treat me like a stereotype i don't think you can say that <laughs> yeah. your parents
1: uh-huh. but
0: you you have to express where your interests and what you and what your abilities are that people mm-hmm. can understand you mm-hmm. can't expect that people know what you can do.
1: Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, because
0: if you're being viewed under a certain filter or a certain mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. they won't know your talents, mm-hmm. even though you expect that it's pretty obvious. It's not mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. blinded by mm-hmm. the expectation of the model.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't. I don't know if you. What, what do you think about yeah. that?
1: No, that's that's actually very true. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, that's exactly what I did too. Like you know, um, you know, my parents were like, okay, expect me to to go to a great university, and to, uh, obviously, I took psychology instead. Like they didn't. I don't think a lot of Asians like that because it it's falls into an art major, right? They think art major is such a useless degree. But I showed a lot of interest. I, I remember before that, you know, they they expect me to to take uh, sciences, uh, business, especially all someone business is a, a, a one of the hottest uh, majors to take. But I, I picked picked psych and then I and even before that I was showing a lot of uh, interest. I showed you know them that I, you know, I, I care about people. Uh, I want I, this is what I want to do is to to uh, to help others. I mean yeah, yeah it, it takes a long time for to persuade them to to, to to let them know that you know what this is what I'm interested in and I am sticking to it mm-hmm. uh, through a lot of communications. Even though the first time when I when I talk about uh, you know, I want I want to take uh psychology as a major. They didn't understand that. It was like, what can you do with a psych degree? It's it's arts, right? It's a bachelor of arts. What do you, what can you do with it? you you have yeah, to do a point? Absolutely. You gotta communicate, you gotta show your passion, you gotta make sure that tell them that, you know what, this is this is it. Like this is what I what I want and um I'm sticking to it, whether you like it or not. Okay. Sorry, I can't say that because they're gonna they're gonna beat me <laughs> if I said that. So <laughs> they're like,
0: no. You gotta
1: also have a yeah yeah exactly. You gotta have a way to to
0: persuade them. No, don't don't say yeah, things. Yeah, You gotta yeah. You gotta be fair. You can't just say my yeah. way or the highway. You do mm-hmm. have to respect where you came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. You gotta communicate your desire of what you wanna do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh whether mm-hmm. it's a change of career, whether uh-huh. you have a certain lifestyle you wanna uh-huh. pursue,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have to make it clear. Now at the yeah. end of the day, they may not accept it and mm-hmm. you have to live with that. Yeah. Exactly. That
1: you
0: you're not gonna change.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I know at the end of the day, you're living your own life. So this is you, you dictate what you want to do in, in your life, your own yeah. life, not your parents. Of course, the only reason they they are asking you to, you know, to do certain things because they care about you. They want you to do well in life, but they don't know what's best for you. Like only you know what's best for you, right? Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I said, communication is very important. Um. Yeah. And also, like I feel like throughout time, your interests might differ as well. Like like, but back to my example, like I feel like, you know, psych was my passion, but after you know, throughout the you know, my university years, I decided, you know what, that's probably not for me. And I have to communicate yeah. to my parents again and say, you know what, I'm still I still love psychology, but I don't think that's it for me. Um, You know, I've always other than the side, because I, I, lo- I, I mean, right now what I'm doing again, marketing, it still has a lot to do with psychology. I need to read people. I need to understand people. Right. So it's still a major part of my career. But. Um, so that's why okay at the end of the day i don't feel bad about you know changing my my career path but i guess what i'm trying to say is your interests and your your uh you know it, it will change over time but at the end of the day just you know yourself the best so mm-hmm. stick to it um yeah that's all i gotta say stick to it and yeah. communicate yeah
0: yeah absolutely and you know moving beyond just like mm-hmm. talking to the family is to, to break the stereotype, the model minority stereotype that's expected from media, society mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and and culture and, enter- and entertainment industry is it, when you see it happen you gotta you gotta shut it down mm-hmm. right? It's like if somebody comes up and says, "Oh, I, I heard like you know Chinese people or Asians eat dogs, it's like, no man, we don't what mm-hmm. don't, don't just laugh it off. It's not just a joke. Because yeah. no, oh, that's not cool. We don't do that. Like we, mm-hmm. we have much better taste in food. Mm-hmm. Right? We we yeah. don't just eat some nasty chicken breast and and some and some bland salad. We <laughs> we basically have yeah. all of these different cuisines and all these things. Like you, you gotta educate mm-hmm. and educate in a way that it's like draws like brings the attention. And then yeah. in the place or when you go out, people say, hey. Asians aren't good to date because they're nerdy, or Asian guys are not good to date. They're they're not uh, they're not good. It's like, well, no, they. We just gotta say, hey, this is how I am. I'm not those stereotypes. Don't treat me like those stereotypes. I don't know who you have met, but that's mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. And either you can take the time to to get to know me, or you can keep being ignorant somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we shouldn't play up other people's expectations or uh, yeah. or or stereotypes
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 100% yeah
0: and I guess so we talked about you know kind of speaking up find knowing what your your passion and what you like and you know figure out a plan to pursue it um, you know educating and being aware of these model stereotypes and shutting them down any anything else that we we think is for our viewers to 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 be learning how to navigate this model minority stereotype? Hmm. I
1: think we talk again. We talk a lot about um, you know school, year. but I think one thing that we haven't really touched upon is relationships. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I think back to what our our previous conversation where you know parents our our parents want us to to get married before a certain age and um um have kids before a certain age but i feel like again times are different like before they get okay they get married okay my parents got married when they were like 20 23 24 right yeah it's yeah. like how many people did you actually meet before you know you guys get married it's like now now is different times are very different i feel like it's you shouldn't be you know, uh limiting yourself because I feel like it's it's important to meet more people to know to be able to know uh, what type of person that's suitable for you right I feel like it, it's a it's a lot of trial and error uh, in when it comes to dating so when when it comes to okay, get married before a certain age, I feel like that's that's total bullshit. Why am I supposed to marry? Why why should I marry before 30? I I I feel like I need to meet more people to get to know who I am, what am I like as a boyfriend, or who am I gonna be like as a, a, a husband? It takes time to learn. Um, at the same time, you don't need to have kids right away because some people can get married, but like you don't have kids, you don't need to have kids right away because I feel like once you get married, there's still like a learning curve for again a couple to be living together, right? Uh, yeah. you guys, there's so, so much that you have to learn from each other, or uh, before you can actually have kids. Because once you have kids, it's a whole totally different story. Um, so I feel like again, all those stereotype where, okay, get married, um, a certain age, have kids at a certain age. I feel like that's all sort of the stereotype that we have to break through. Um, yeah, that's my two cents. What What do you think?
0: No, I I agree. Right. Uh, it's funny because like my parents, my family didn't necessarily have those expectations or those model minority Mm -hmm. expectations in terms of marriage or Mm -hmm. uh, because they are more worried about me finding or selecting the wrong partner Mm -hmm. rather than take the time to Mm -hmm. find the the right person Mm -hmm. instead of rushing me and i think that's where one thing that they do not follow the stereotypes. Mm, mm, of the, the model okay. minority, right? We're told, yeah. oh yeah, uh, be be highly educated, have this, uh, you know, well established two two families system and structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they they rather, hey, live your life, understand. Who you're looking for? Find that person correctly because you don't want to make the mistakes because the the joke is always it's more expensive to pay for a Mm -hmm. divorce than it is Mm -hmm. for a breakup. So wow. uh, So that that is in terms of the relationship aspects of expectations Uh of model minority, which Uh is oftentimes you don't you only hear a lot about. Uh uh, Okay, is that that's where I I see from it. But I do agree with what you say. Um, Yeah. Don't don't do uh, don't don't pick partners just because you're told you need to meet mm-hmm. a certain type of person because mm-hmm. this is what mm-hmm. Asians are supposed to meet or do or these are the only partners yeah. you can choose from. Yeah, meet whoever you want as uh-huh. long as they make you happy and you yeah. get along with them. Those yeah. are the people that you want, not the ones that we've been told to fit a model mm-hmm. that you can take a certain photograph together. That's the ideal family. Yeah, wow,
1: oh, man. I wish my 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 parents were like that. Honestly, they don't care who I date. It was just like, you know what? Find someone, just get married. That's all they said. Okay. Oh, you're dating. For example, like I I dated my my first girlfriend. When I was in university. Oh, not just my parents, my grandparents Seriously. Like, oh, you have a girlfriend. When are you gonna get married? Next year? It's like, excuse me. <laughs> they don't care. This is like, you know yeah. what? Just follow the the tradition. Find someone, get hitched, and have kids. That's it. I felt. For them, that's like the, the goal in life is just yeah. to, to reproduce. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we're going to make sure this episode of the podcast goes to Wayne's parents and Wayne's family so they can hear the frustration <laughs> and, and hopefully they learn some of the advice that we're providing to the rest of our listeners today yeah. Uh, yeah. as we talk about what is the model minority what is our understanding? What have we experienced with it? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. how our <laughs> listeners move away from that or even learn to embrace it? Because like we uh-huh. said, it's not here to shame the fact that you follow uh-huh. those things I yeah. have. Uh, uh-huh. But it's about find, I, understanding that you are, could be in that model minority path or road in life. Uh-huh. But then still finding ways of doing what you like. Even mm-hmm. while being within that model, yeah. I think that is the most important thing to take away for today.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I completely agree. Yeah.
0: You gotta so be happy. That, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Be you happy. Gotta be happy.
1: You yeah. just you just gotta be happy. Like you, at the in end of the day, if you're not happy, then what's the point of living? Right. I mean, that's that's what I'm telling myself now. Now, I like I'm, I'm freaking happy right now, <laughs> to be honest. Yes. I wasn't. I wasn't happy at all because I had to follow so many rules. I had so many expectations. But now I'm just like, I I threw them all away. Um, I I mean, for me, it's like I know what makes me happy. I know, um, you know, what I'm good at. And I'm going to continue to do it. Of course, I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot to work on on myself. But at least like, hey, you know what? No more expectations. This is my life. And I hope the, the listeners are also going to understand that at the end of the day, if you're not happy, there's no point. Just be happy,
0: and listeners. This is what yeah. happens when Wayne has a couple of bourbon on the rocks. This on oh the on so, the on the on the, <laughs> the intelligent conversation for the ones who were complaining that I was hijacking the episodes before. Wayne has now shined, and he's going to keep shining no, for the rest. I
1: don't think so. I don't.
0: And <laughs> I think I think you no. Know, so, you know, like like taking Wayne's advice, be happy, live your life. I think mm-hmm. we can end on that high note. I think mm-hmm. we gave a lot of good advice to our listeners today. We, uh, we appreciate you taking your time to listen to our podcast out of, out of all the podcasts out there. Um, for all the listeners, if you have not mm-hmm. done it, please subscribe to our podcast, Asianish podcast, A-S-I-A-N-I-S-H. Find our podcast on Anchor, on Spotify. Uh, There's all the other platforms that are out there. Uh, Leave us a five-star review on Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. And also follow us on on Instagram at Asianist Podcast, because that's where we're going to be posting more things, kind of, of ourselves. We're going to share stories, and we're going to notify people when the newest episodes come out, too.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Very exciting. All right. Thank you. All right, thanks guys.
1: Have a good uh, Friday. Bye. Bye.